0: Hello everybody, this is Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohorts and uh, in Italy as usual today, still in the Italy lockdown because of the uh, coronavirus. Uh, but today we wanted to do another uh, question with an answer. As we mentioned, we are now taking advantage of a little bit extra time we have since we cannot be out evangelizing like normal. Uh, we want to answer a lot of these questions that we have on file here, uh, uh, that have been asked to us that we've answered in the past, but we want to make available to everybody who, uh, tunes in either through the podcast or through, uh, now also our YouTube channel. Uh, so again, the idea goes back to when we're at the Bible Institute and we would have the missionary panel where all the missionaries here would line up together, all the students on the other side, all the students had all the opportunity they wanted where they could ask questions, where they could say, uh, I think this or that, Uh, what do you think of this, or how would this look like, how do you guys do that, whatever might be, whatever came to mind, they could ask and we would give answers. Uh, So carrying on that tradition, here we are again today, and the question that was uh, asked in this particular time is, how are you viewed in Italy when you are missionaries? How are you viewed in Italy when you are missionaries, and is there an advantage to doing business for mission? This is a new uh, thing, relatively new, business for mission, it's a new kind of buzzword or something like this. So I'll go ahead and answer these questions with uh, the the things that come to mind immediately when I think of that, when I think of our context in Italy and uh, the work that we have to do here and what that looks like. So question number one, how are you viewed in Italy when you are missionaries? And what immediately comes to mind is Africa. People, uh, Roman Catholics uh, in Italy, uh, Italian people, uh, not familiar with biblical missions, with church planning missions, with evangelism, any of this stuff, when they hear the word missionary, they think of humanitarian work in Africa, digging wells, building things, helping people in physical need. Uh, so it's a foreign concept to them. And the, uh, even when we moved into our apartment where we are now, and, and they even mentioned, oh, so you're a missionary. Something with Africa, right, it is the only thing that comes to mind. No clue that Italy itself would have need of missionaries who preach the gospel and so on. Uh, But so on one hand, they think that's totally strange, bizarre. Why would you come here? Missionaries need to go over there in the jungle or something like that. Uh, On the other hand, though, this creates a great conversation, great conversation starter, a lot of curiosity on their part. Why would you come here? What is that about? And that gets us into a conversation about what is biblical missions? What kind of mission did Jesus Christ himself do? Uh, What is the message of the gospel? And uh, so we get into evangelism, how people need to hear the gospel, uh, repent of their sins, trust in Christ, or, or they too will perish. And uh, they also need to hear of the reality of uh, a Christian is a disciple. Uh, we surrender our lives to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and we desire to follow Him, to know His will, to do His will, etc., to be His people. And uh, so evangelism, discipleship, and, and church planting. Uh, we talk about that. What is an actual church? What is a biblical church? What are the qualifications for those who oversee churches? Uh, how does all this fit together? What is the purpose of a church? All kinds of things that totally blows their mind come into perspective because of that reality, you're a missionary, and they don't know what that means, but when you begin to educate a little bit, big eye-opener for them and an opportunity uh, for the gospel. So uh, how are you viewed? That's how we're viewed in a nutshell. A bit crazy, a bit weird, but it creates an open door. Ah, and we get right to the gospel with people. It's not some long-time commitment where we have to be their friend for 20 years before we can talk about the gospel. No, as soon as they ask what you do, you're a missionary. Really? Boom, open door for the gospel. Either they say not interested, and they quick turn and run away, uh, or they're very intrigued, really, so what do you think of this, or what do you think of that? Great conversation starter, always an entryway uh, to the gospel. And the second question here, is there an advantage to doing business for mission? Uh, Now, business for mission, if you don't know the term, if you don't understand it, as far as I understand it, that means uh, instead of going and being a missionary who does full-time evangelism, discipleship, church planning, things like this, directly correlated to the gospel, you take on an occupation, and you you begin working in another country uh, as an open door to get in and to get your feet there. Uh, and, and this is useful, I think, in particular in countries where uh, missionaries are not permitted to enter. Christian missionaries are not allowed in. Then you would go in under you know in disguise and uh, set up some kind of work, do something, and then on the side living a Christian life, also evangelizing, making disciples, and so on. Uh, Now, in Italy, we don't have to hide. So, uh, is there an advantage to doing business for mission in Italy? I would say absolutely not, in no way, Uh, because number one, Italy has a, a, a bit of an economic crisis going on, and now we're in a pandemic, so it's even worse. Uh, but the reality of finding a job, very, very hard, uh, even for Italians right now. Many Italians over the last 10 years have had to leave. The younger folks have had to leave and go abroad to work, uh, things like this. So it's, it's not a good time to be working in Italy. Taxes are really high. It's complicated to get in, especially if you don't know the language, to actually find a work and, and, and do all that. And on top of that, the, the work of evangelism, discipleship and church planning is more than full-time. I mean, that will consume you. That is a full-time task. Uh, Jesus applied himself to those things, and we're called to do the same. And uh, to do a job on the side would be overwhelming to you. Either you would be not good at evangelism, or very limited in the number of people you can reach, only those who come to you, to your store, or whatever it might be, and you're not hitting the masses and hitting the entire city with the gospel through distributions and different uh, evangelism, outreach ministries, and all kinds of things like this. Uh, So you're very limited in what you can do. Uh, Also in time, time to disciple and be with people, because the truth is you have a family just like every other Christian does, uh, and you need to have quality time with your family, raise your kids in the the knowledge of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, to love the Lord. Uh, And so you can't do full-time ministry, full-time family, full-time also work somewhere. It really is uh, an all-consuming task. And uh, if you want to be fruitful in evangelism, discipleship, and church planning, you really need to give it your all. Uh, To be called to do another job on the side as well would really uh, hinder uh, your abilities to serve the Lord well in that area. And probably what would end up happening is you do everything a little bit not good. uh, And it just makes everything uh, not nearly what it could be. Let's just say that. Uh, So... uh, That's it. In a nutshell, uh, how are you viewed as missionaries? We answered that. Uh, It's a great door opener. Usually, though, they think we're serving in Africa or something like this. And is there advantage to doing business for mission, in my opinion, in Italy? No, not really. Uh, Because you don't have to sneak in here. You are welcome to come as a missionary. There's more than enough work to be done. Uh, I remind everybody, as we listen, as we hear, as we watch, uh, less than 1% of Italy is evangelical, 60 million uh, Italians, there are in Italy, Uh, 60 million people in this country, 99% unreached, Uh, so that's a lot of souls that need to be reached, that can be reached, and uh, it's best for us to come in and apply ourselves fully to the Lord's work of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning. Uh, It's nothing new about this, it's nothing innovative, it's the age-old method that Jesus Christ himself gave of uh, we are called to be fishers of men and we're called to sow the gospel seed and trust in the one who is sovereign over the hearts to change them to cause people to be born again. And then we gather them in, we make them disciples by the power and the grace of God, and we see a church form, we instruct it, put it into order, establish and train also elders to oversee the flock, national elders to become trained and equipped in pastoral ministry to oversee the flock together as a plurality of elders, all to the glory of God. Well, then we continue on doing it, uh, reaching more people, more towns, and so on, with the gospel, all to the glory of God. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, Until we have another question with another answer. God bless. Ciao, ciao.